0: Kelly Schulstrom is joining us for our budgeting basics today. Kelly, welcome. How are you? Hi,
1: Kelly. I am doing just fine. Thank you so much. How are you doing today?
0: Very good. I'm always excited to find out what we're going to learn about whenever you hop on our show to give us some budgeting tips. So I've got my pen and paper all ready to take some notes.
1: Yes. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, I frequently call it sharing money with your spouse. Um, Some of the the routines, the habits that we can create with our partners or whoever we're sharing money with, it might even be a roommate, um, whoever it is that you have to interact with, with your money. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk a little bit in the second part of the segment about some of the routines and the money jobs that we're going to share with that person. But first I want to talk about Um, five ways to lower tension around money. And so I think this is kind of where people start is they are frustrated, their spouse and them aren't on the same page, Mm somebody is overspending, they don't have the same values or they don't agree on where money should go. And so let's talk about just some of the tension and um, how to reduce the tension. And then we're gonna go into further reducing the tension by setting up some systems in place so that um, money can be a little bit less stressful in our life.
0: Yeah, I think it's a really good topic to cover. I think a lot of people feel that.
1: Yeah, and there's always there's always thoughts, Kelly, that money is the number one cause of divorce. And while it's kind of true, the reality is it's communication around money is the cause of divorce. Money itself isn't a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Money is just a thing. It's like a water bottle, right? Um, but how we, how we interact with money, how we choose to treat money, um, how we put money in front of other things, potentially how we don't talk about money with our spouses. That is really the issue here. And so, um, so just some stats to start off with right away, 20% of people suspect that their partner is being dishonest with them about finances, which Mm. is a really big number. And um, dishonesty is, you know, a big problem in relationships. And so if you can't trust your, your security, the money that you have in your house um, it's hard to move past other things that um, are a little bit less critical to a relationship. And so let's dive in Kelly. The first the first tip and this isn't going to be a surprise to anybody but to lower tension in your household is to be honest. And so this article um it's really good it's from the street.com but they talk about transparency is really important for these big money free for alls that we're having these conversations that that we're having. And it right. might be it might be really easy to hide things maybe you you went to a store, Target is always an easy one to pick on, and you just reduce the amount that you spent, right? If your spouse asks you how much you spent and you just reduce that number a little bit, or you don't tell them about a credit card that you opened up is maybe a little bit of a larger example, but all of those things will spiral and they'll eventually come out. And so Mm. it's really important to be honest from the beginning with your partner about every single thing, money.
0: Yeah, and that means both people in the relationship because it's terrible. One one does it and then the other one does not It's like, this is not, how did this happen?
1: Exactly. And and it's gonna come out, like we said, in the bank account at the end of the day or on yeah. the credit report at the end of the day. And so talking about maybe why you spent more than you th- than you were planning on spending and maybe there's some legitimate examples and maybe you just need to work on a little bit of self-control, which is also a really good thing for you and your partner to talk about so that they know... You, you don't need to be yelled at right now because you feel bad at yourself about it, but it's just something that you need to work through together. And so being yeah. honest and truly trusting your partner that they are wanting to be with you in this together. Um, they meet they mean well. They're well-intended with their money. They just might need a little bit of help. So being honest. And the second piece of this, Kelly, is make peace with your differences. And I don't know if you have any experience with this, but p- two people in a relationship, they're not the same, and they're going to value spending money on different things, right?
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. And sometimes you can make peace and sometimes it doesn't work. I mean, you can try to say, we need to do this. And the other person will say, nope, not doing it. It's my money. And those are the situations where, well, maybe that isn't, maybe that would be something that would lead to an end of the relationship. Because if you can't trust each other and you can't make peace with each other, what are you basing it on?
1: Exactly, Kelly. And we are not here to convince anybody to stay in a relationship that isn't healthy, right? We are not saying that at all. But if you can start having these honest conversations and if you can get on, find the middle ground of, I really like to spend money on experiences and going out to eat. And my partner really likes to save money and they're really big into making sure we have enough for retirement. Well, how can we find the middle ground where we can still have fun today, but still save for our future? And there's you know, at the end of the day, this is why you always have um, the his and her money, the the money that each person has in the relationship to kind of spend on whatever they want. That way, when my husband buys video games, I don't care at all that he bought video games because it's out of his money. Yeah. Or if I spend a little bit of extra money shopping or whatever thing we want to throw in there. Um, There's no questions asked, but making peace with your differences, having those conversations and understanding that you each just might value different things, but we're going to make room in our budget for both of our spending habits.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. We could take that whole, um, you know, that feeling of, I don't trust you out of there figure out a way to say, okay, I don't care what you spend out of this money. We're just going to make sure that these things are taken care of. We each get this little account to do whatever we want with, and then it shouldn't matter. Exactly. Like
1: it. I like that. And so the next one is reframe your perspective, and this is a little bit similar to the one before, but we are just going to agree that we're going to learn together. We are going to try this new thing about figuring our money together. We're also going to have some failures together, but we're going to have some really good successes together, and it's going to be something that we can celebrate because it's hard work that we put in together. And we, we aren't taking the easy way out and just ignoring our finances, but we're actually having these really hard conversations. And we're really trying to change these patterns that we had our entire life. And so just going into this entire thing with a positive lens and start starting small that we're not tackling everything at once, but just reframing your thinking that this isn't going to be this big, overwhelming task, but let's maybe start together on the same page with one thing at a time.
0: Okay. Okay. I like that. So no name calling, no finger pointing, no blaming, no shaming. I mean, I'm no therapist, Kelly, but I would say that that's probably <laughs> something you shouldn't do
1: in a lot of situations, right? We want to, yeah. as I said earlier, we want to assume that our partner is is coming into this with, with good intentions. They are not trying to make us be bankrupt. They're not trying to hide everything. Um, they might have some shame. They might have spending habits that they can't get rid of without some extra help, right? And so we just want to come to this with a loving place. We want to have open communication. We want to be honest. And then from there, as Kelly said before, if it just isn't going to work, then maybe we do have to split finances or figure something out. Or maybe we go to financial therapy, which is a real thing, people. And it's- Yes, Kelly, it's, I, I'm surprised the amount of people that don't know this. So you can go to a therapist that is all set, knowledgeable about all things money. Um, they're probably certified if you find a good one and, you know, finances and that sort of thing, but they can talk to you about the emotional patterns of money and also the tangible, you know, situations with our money. And so you and your spouse can actually work through those really, really tough things that Kelly and I aren't going to solve here on the air.
0: Right. I I always whenever we talk about money, I end up going home and I talk to Tanner because he's he's a he's in the car with me. He has to because he doesn't drive quite yet. So now he's my prisoner. Right. So all the time (laughs) I'm always giving him advice. And I'm like, you know, if you ever decide to get married, there's things you need to talk about first. And he's probably sitting there going, I'm not even seeing anyone. Why is she telling me all this? (laughs) It's like, yeah, you, you both might want kids, but you got to figure out, do you both want to take care of them or just one of you going to take care of them? You need to know that stuff going. And he was totally like, oh my God, why are you doing this to me?
1: (laughs) Oh my God, Kelly, this poor kid.
0: But I absolutely
1: love that you have these conversations because it's so important. And we talk about needing to educate our children on money from day one. And depending on their age, there's different um, levels of things that they need to know or that they need to practice skills that they need to gain. Um, But this can truly be life changing and it can also be detrimental if if a child is surrounded by a family that debt is okay. And credit cards are being maxed out all the time. And, um, we don't, we don't have money to save for our future, but we'll worry about it in the future. Right. That those kind of things can set, um, a child really far back in life versus, um, and it doesn't mean Kelly. And I'm, I think we both can speak to this, that you're making a lot of money and you're rich, right? It just means how are you managing the money that you do have? And how are you making sure that you're providing for your family? You're also reaching some of your goals, but then you're also saving for the future.
0: Yeah. And making sure you have that backup plan just in case the heater goes out or something happens. I always tell the boys that there's so much stress they can avoid by just having money in their savings.
1: It's so true that the things that you don't have to worry about. I remember when I was before I decided to pay off my debt, um, having to look up my balance at my bank when I was in line at the grocery store, just to make sure that like, this is how much I literally can't go over. Right. Like terrible feeling. All those. And then having to play the game of the paid when do I get paid next? And this bill is coming out this day. And so, okay. But if I don't spend money this day, because I get paid the next day, all of that goes away. And it's so much less stressful when you can just have a little bit of a cushion. And sometimes that's step one for people is let's just get a little bit of a cushion. So we don't have those day-to-day stresses.
0: Right. And you, okay. you're actually really good at helping people with, with that.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's something that I didn't intentionally go into as a career, but it helped um, myself and my partner. And we are kind of obsessed with this and we just teach people how to do it themselves. And so, um, I know we have a couple minutes here. I'm going to quick go over now that we talked about some of the stressors, Kelly, how can we create healthy routines that eliminate stressors as much as possible. They're not always going to be gone, but how can we reduce some of them? So first we need to figure out how are we going to split our money, right? Is it going to be everyone's hundred percent in the pot and it's going to be 50, 50. It doesn't matter how much you make, or are we going to do a percentage of income um, as far as how much you get for spending money, are we going to have separate accounts, but we bring it together for just the household bills. There's a million ways that you can split your money and there's no right answer. The, the right answer is however you and your partner both a hundred percent feel comfortable with. And this is where those honest conversations are going to have to start.
0: Yeah. And this is where, if you're a quiet person, you need to speak up. You need to Please really be up. comfortable in this. You can't, you just don't just go, okay. Cause somebody in the relationship might be the one that's really good at saying their case, right? And they're really quick-witted and they say what they want. And you might be more of a thinker. And so if you are more of a thinker, then just sit back and go, okay, I want to think about that for a little while. And let's come back to this and I'll tell you what I've, you know, what once I've sat through and thought about this, what I think. So take your time. You Don't be rushed into a decision. You know, figure out if you like what they're proposing. If you're not that really, you know, like I I can't think on my toes because it makes me nervous kind of person. I relate with those. I need more time to think about it.
1: And I say the first thing that comes to my head, Kelly. So I,
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I don't try to figure out that's fine. I don't You're relate to those. Other,
1: exactly. And so it, but it's really important. And I think we all know our partners, right? Like I know Derek would need some time to think about things. I can't just ask him a question and on, on the spot, expect an answer for some of these important things. Mm-hmm. And so know your partner, know what, know what their, their, their style is, um, but really have some conversations around how you can split some money. Um, Next, you're going to talk about your money routines, Kelly. You're just going to make sure that you are all on the same page with what are we going to do weekly? What are we going to do monthly? What are we going to do annually, quarterly? When are we going to create our goals? And so having these routines in place in the calendar so that we don't forget about them and so that we have these pre-built in check-ins to make sure that everybody's on the same page and we're trying our best to follow a plan that we both kind of um, agreed to.
0: Yep. I like it. That makes sense.
1: All right. And then with with that, there's like money jobs, right, Kelly? And so who's going to categorize all the spending? Who is going to schedule these money chats? Who's going to chase down a refund that we haven't seen come through the bank account yet? So those are all little things that if you can get on the same page around well, I think I can categorize transactions or I think I can be the one hounding and calling the 1-800 numbers when we need to. Um, It'll just make things a little bit more clear and a little bit less stressful and you will both be on the same page. So setting yourself up from, for success right from the beginning.
0: I like the way that you guys have set up, like, I don't know if it's once a month or once a week that you guys sit down, have some wine and some treats and kind of go through what you're doing.
1: Yeah. So that's quarterly Kelly. Um, I mean, we talk about our budget on a very regular basis, right? But our, our formal chat is quarterly and it's called budgets and beers. And we, (laughs) we sit down, we have a beverage. Sometimes we'll even do it at a restaurant, Kelly, and we'll look up, we'll update, um, our financial numbers, like our net worth, how much debt we have, how much income we have, all that kind of stuff. But then we talk about, are there any big things coming up that we need to start saving for that maybe we forgot about? And the answer by now is usually, no, because we talk about money so often that yeah. nothing is really a big surprise that's happening tomorrow. Um, sure. but in the beginning there were these very big, like, Oh shoot, somebody's birthday is coming up or, Oh man, I, did we save enough for that vacation? But you eventually get better at it. Um, but those <laughs> quarterly, those quarterly chats are priceless.
0: All right. Kelly showstrom it's Kelly S J O S T R O M Showstrom. Uh, If you want more information and you can sign up for her newsletter and get all kinds of freebies that will help you on your financial journey.